Vice Chair, staff is ready when you are. Good evening. Oh, let me turn my camera on. Good evening, everyone. And welcome to the June 22nd, 2022 Utility Rate Advisory Commission meeting. This meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the rules so we can establish quorum? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute and turn on your video for roll call vote. Commissioner Gutowski? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Lee? Will be absent tonight. Commissioner Thomas? Commissioner Thomas, I do see you online. Are you? Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Commissioner Zito? Present. Thank you. And Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Here. Thank you. And Chair Fidel will be absent tonight. And we have a quorum. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, this meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join us, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you join the meeting, if you wish to speak, please raise your hand to provide public comment. When the when myself uh, asked to confirm um, there's public speaking period for your desired item. One, if you're online, you can click the raise hand option at the bottom of your screen. If you're in the mobile app, you can use the tap um, the raise hand option in the under the more tab and if you're on telephone you you can you raise your hand by dialing star nine um, and then you'll be able to unmute yourself by dialing star six speakers if you are calling in by phone will be called on by the last four digits of your phone number you'll each have two minutes to speak once you're called on and we will now proceed to today's uh, with today's agenda First, I'd like to start with the land acknowledgement. Please rise for the opening acknowledgement in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maidu people, the Valley and Plains Miwok people, the Patwin Wintu people, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, May we acknowledge and honor the native people who have come before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in an active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and their lives. Thank you so much. Please, if you are still standing, please remain standing and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, everybody. Um, our first business today is approval of the consent agenda. Clerk. Are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent agenda? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no members of the public with their hands raised for this item. Uh, 
thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on any items? Seeing no hands, um, can you please call the roll clerk? Or actually, is there anyone who wants to make a motion on this uh, on the consent calendar? Oh, you're I'm, muted. I make a motion. We approve the consent calendar. Thank you. Second. Thank you. Uh, with that, uh, clerk, can you call the roll? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute and turn on your video for roll call vote. Commissioner Gutowski? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Lee will be absent tonight. Commissioner Thomas? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Zito? Yes. Thank you. Vice Chair Vanderwerf? Yes. Thank you. And Chair Fidel will be absent tonight. Thank you. Motion passes. Thank you so much. Uh, we now proceed on to the discussion calendar. This is item three, the Department of Utility Accountability Plan update third quarter. It looks like we have a presenter. Uh, is it? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's me. Thank you, uh, Vice Chair and Commissioners. I'm uh, Bellevue State, the Director of the Department of Utilities. And uh, we're here tonight to give you our quarterly um, accountability plan update and director's report. Uh, tonight I'll present, uh, let's see, uh, we'll, we'll, we will include, this will include our updates on SURA, on, on our SURA program, community engagement, sustainability and water efficiency efforts. After my presentation, I'll turn the uh, presentation over to John Conover to provide an update from our water division. As of March 31st, 2022, there are 8,755 residential participants and five not-for-profit organizations uh, enrolled in the Sacramento Utility Rate Assistance Program. A total of $871,365 was spent in the third quarter of FY 2022 to provide monthly discounts for water, wastewater, and or recycling and solid waste program. Total of $2,708,929 of the $3.78 million budget has been spent as of March 31st, 2022. DOU is working with Department of Depart the Department of Public Works, Department of Finance, and the City Manager's Office to recommend modifications to the SURA program that will make it more sustainable. On April 1st, 2022, the program included the recycling and solid waste rate adjustments. The new storm drainage fee will also be included in the program starting on July 1st, 2022. We anticipate that there will be adequate budget in the program for the rest of FY22. Council has approved an additional $1 million to the program in, FY20, in the FY23 budget. If there are additional budget adjustments needed, they will be proposed at mid-year. The Your, Your Partner Report slash DOU Newsletter 
debuted in, in February of 2018. The latest reports released in January and March 2022 focused on water conservation, water efficiency, a stormwater system, floodplain management, and flood preparedness. Printed copies were provided with the January and March utility bills, made available at public counters, emailed to the mayor and city council, posted on the DOU website, and promoted on social media. DOU and its partners in the Sacramento Stormwater Quality Partnership carried out stormwater pollution prevention outreach to meet the National Pollutant Discharge Elimination Permit requirements. That's the NPDES stormwater permit. In partnership with Uptown Studios in the spring of 2021, DOU launched a regional public outreach campaign to educate the public about harmful effects of stormwater pollution, specifically as it pertains to trash and litter. The outreach campaign included the integration of creative messaging with Caltrans statewide protect every drop and trash your trash campaign. The effort included the development of a community toolkit for residents, businesses for residents, businesses and organizations, the development of an educational online video, as well as weekly social media outreach. The campaign, the campaign and outreach relaunched in March 2022 to include updated social media, creative and updated social media and creative uh, content and messaging, as well as Trash Your Trash uh, branded cleanup kits for residents and community organizations that want to organize cleanups. These trash and litter camp focused campaigns and outreach efforts will continue through June of 2022. The department's state, uh, sustainability team continues to research potential impacts of climate change to the city of Sacramento and surrounding areas. Most recently, our work investigated the impacts of wildfires on drinking water sources. The, re the research focused on studying two of the largest California wildfires, the Camp Fire and the Tubbs Fire. These case studies presented what chemicals were found in drinking water, at what concentrations, and at what intervals of time following the fire. The study also included impacts on the water systems, including damage to pipes and source water contamination due to burn material and firefighting chemicals, as well as impacts to community residents. In January, the sustainability team presented these findings to both the Water Quality Lab and our research and development team for consideration and preparation on climate resiliency. I will add that while the um, challenges that we face and um, constituents that come into our source water from these fires um, 
never at any time have, has our drinking water been out of compliance with federal and state uh, water quality requirements. On June 1st, 2021, City Council adopted Resolution 2021-0166, directing staff to evaluate opportunities for expanded water conservation standards for buildings, particularly for commercial non-residential buildings. In February, staff and their consultants kicked off a study focused on these large commercial and non-residential buildings. The study includes regulatory, technical, and economic considerations for a dual plumbing system for dual plumbing systems and on-site water reuse. On, uh, on July 19th, staff will present the study findings to the Law and Legislation Committee. And then at some point after that, it will go to the full council. Our cumulative water use reduction compared to July through December of 2020 is 11% meaning that we have used 11% less uh, water in the same period in 2022. And when you compare it to the same period in 2013, we have reduced our water use by 27%. And so it's evident that the residents of the city of Sacramento continue to um, take water conservation very seriously. Here are some of the outreach activities that we held uh, in the third quarter, including um, the Save Our Water press event at the DOU administrative headquarters. This was a, a, a great press event attended by the mayor and um, um, one of the uh, governor's cabinet members, as well as one of our uh, state water board member members. It was very successful. Um, we also hosted the Becoming a Leak Detective, taking the 10 minute challenge uh, webinar. Uh, you can see there that uh, 102 people attended that um, live. Um, and to date we've had 88 uh, views of the, of the recording. When it, when it says live, that means that they attended the webinar uh, or they participated in the, in the webinar at the time that it was first given. Water savings projections in this uh, third quarterly report are limited to new savings achieved just in the third quarter. To determine the water savings of a particular water conservation measure, we look at the total potential savings of the device or measure over the lifespan of the measure. On average, over the past three fiscal years, the water conservation rebate budget was approximately $2.7 million per year. Recently, Commissioner Vander, uh, Vanderwerf asked um, the, in a URAC meeting um, how much it costs DOU to save the, the to save the estimated gallons? 
And this year, the estimate or this for this quarter, the estimated safe gallons is, is was 49 million. Um, the numbers, when I reviewed the numbers, to be honest with you, I wasn't comfortable <laughs> with them. And so we need to do a little bit more internal vetting before we, we present those costs to you. Um, the costs turn out to be very, very minimal and, and they need to be, um, they need to be fact checked. And so we'll, we'll be presenting those to you at the next UREC meeting. Um, the water conservation plan will soon be updated to better align the city efforts with the state's long-term water conservation framework and will involve an, it will involve an examination of future approach, approaches an assessment of water efficient device <coughs> saturation like water efficient toilets and um, faucets and um, other uh, and other water efficient devices and will also include assumed water savings I'd be happy to answer any questions or comments now, uh, or we can go forward with the presentation and we can uh, we can respond to questions after uh, after John Conover uh, finishes his presentation. I think it would be best if we just do the whole presentation and then we can see if there's any public comment and um, any comment from the commissioners. Okay, thank you, Vice Chair. I'll then turn the time over to John Conover. Hi, good evening. My name is John Conover. I'm the water distribution superintendent of the Department of Utilities for the city of Sacramento. Today I will be presenting um, updates for the water division and we'll start off what uh, what is water division. Um, the water production team um, is responsible for treating precipitation runoff from 25,000 square miles of watershed to our surface water sources of the American and Sacramento rivers. The Sacramento River and Fairburn water treatment plant plants supply drinking water from specifically de designed processes. In addition, the city operates two groundwater basins north and south of the American rivers. All sources are carefully treated using processes to ensure safe and reliable drinking water is delivered from the water distribution system to our storage reservoirs. The reservoirs allow the treatment processes to complete consistently and provide an operational buffer for emergency situations. A team of specially trained uh, water treatment uh, personnel operate these facilities and get uh, and receive support from many specialized uh, citywide divisions. Our water quality uh, laboratory and research and development team is responsible for water quality monitoring regulatory reporting, research and development into water quality issues and treatment process optimization. The team responds to customer, quality, uh, customer water quality concerns, prepares the city's drinking water regulatory reports. These include the monthly drinking water report, annual consumer confidence report, public health goal report, and annual drinking water report. This group also keeps the city's water quality data portal up to date. The water distribution team serves almost half a million customers within a hundred square mile service area, delivering 37 billion gallons of water per year. 
The team ensures we meet our goals of providing customers with safe and reliable water. They are responsible for operation and maintenance of the, of the distribution system that includes over 1,700 miles of pipeline, 140,000 water meters, 29,000 system valves, and over 14,000 fire hydrants. Uh, I wanna talk about uh, cybersecurity. Uh, our supervisory control and data acquisition, which is our SCADA networks. They contain computers and applications to perform key functions in providing essential services um, and commodities. And this, um, uh, many um, utilities use the SCADA networks um, for our systems across America. As such, they are part of the nation, uh, nation's critical infrastructure and require protection from a variety of th uh, threats that exist in cyberspace today. Um, what are we doing to limit some of those exposures? Uh, we've developed cyber event response guidelines for operation teams, for operation teams. Ensure device, devices follow cybersecurity guidance to reduce potential for system vulnerability. Um, we, we isolate our SCADA system. And uh, regular monitoring of our networks. Um, in addition to that, um, only uh, Department of Utility computers are allowed to connect to the SCADA network. Ensure our EIS staff, and that's our electrical, instrumentational, and SCADA staff are, are receiving regular high-level cybersecurity training and limit exposure of systems um, and, and access data. Um, next, I want to talk about our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts that we're working on, um, not only with Water Division, but uh, DOU. Um, in addition to supporting the city's RGEAP, um, hold on, let me go back one here. Lost uh, comments, okay. Um, to implement the city's race and gender equity action plan, which is the RGEAP, um, departments across the city were asked to put together equity teams to implement the city's RGEAP action plan. At DOU, this is our recruitment and engagement committee. In line with the intent of the city's RGEAP and DOU's strategic plan, the purpose of our recruitment and engagement committee is to support DOU's commitment to develop and retain engaged, diverse, and professional workforce. First, the committee worked on surveying uh, staff and performing a 43-point assessment of departments connected to the goals of the RGEAP. Uh, next, the committee was used, uh, used the data to prioritize goals to support the RGEAP action items. These goals are focused on three subcommittees of the Recruitment Engagement Committee. So the first committee is our Career Pathways. Um, that group develops tools and resources that will help staff with professional development and navigating career growth opportunities with the city of Sacramento. Our second, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> our second uh, subcommittee is our recruitment outreach. And that group improves the recruitment avenues and material for all, but also targeting communities of color and women. Uh, develop apprentice programs to, to eliminate barriers to entry points into our organization. And the third group, which is I'm proud to, to be the, the chair of, is our youth education outreach. Uh, we educate youth of the community about career uh, opportunities within uh, DOU. The, the subcommittee's report 
up their progress quarterly, and that information feeds into the city's annual report on the RGEAP. In addition to supporting the city's RGEAP, DOU is looking inward on how, on how we can become a more culturally responsive organization. Cultural responsiveness is a capacity to respond to the issues of diverse communities. A cultural, culturally responsive organization has, has addressed power relationships throughout from the types of services provided and how it maximizes accessibility to its cultural norms, governance structures, and policies. Culturally responsive organizations are on a committed path to improvement and are hardwired to be responsive to the interests of a diverse community and staff. The purpose of the DOU equity team is to support the department's goals for DOU policies and decisions to be made through the lens of equity and environmental justice. A critical piece of this effort is finding ways we can engage with the community and customers and include their input and perspectives into decision-making process. The committee has been charged with performing the CARE protocol assessment, which was developed by the Center to Advance uh, Racial Equity, C-A-R-E, at uh, Portland State University. We are currently about halfway done with the assessment for our department. Based on the results of this ass assessment, the committee will develop an equity action plan for the department and provide regular updates to the executive team over the life of the five-year plan. The goals in the process undertake, undertaken by the DOU equity, um, the DOU equity uh, uh, committee is very similar to how the city's RGEAP cohort and DOU, DOU's recruitment engagement committees have operated. As all of these efforts are, are rooted in the principle establishment by the governmental alliance and race uh, equity, and that's uh, GAR. We're looking to address um, structural inequities uh, regarding race and gender. The main difference in the city's efforts are, are focused on one critical piece of the organizational equity, workforce development. DOU's equity committee has a wider scope addressing equitable decisions make, making across, the, across our department and in how we engage with our diverse customers. To ensure our efforts are in alignment with the city's efforts, we've been in regular communication with Ami Barnes who's the city's, depart, uh, the city's diversity and equity manager. I wanna talk about uh, next, moving on, um, talk about our innovation program that we have established within the water division. Um, here on the, on the screen, there's a flow chart of kind of how that um, innovation uh, program works. And I'm gonna just describe it here um, from left to right. So employees see a new product or solution to an inefficient or ineffective process. The employees connect with individual section innovation committees. Um, those committees discuss the feasibility of the new innovative ideas. The committees and superintendents look at resource needs that may be required to test the idea. If no additional support is needed and the idea can be tested with minimal resources within the work group, the idea could be pushed um, to a testing phase. If the idea receives positive change and the superintendent provides, um, will provide a final review, individual section committees will present innovative ideas at our quarterly meetings. 
if additional support is required, the water leadership group uh, decides on how best to support the section committees. The idea is implemented and shared with the division. Um, next, um, we have some, some recent innovations that uh, we've put in place. Um, on the left, um, we have a battery-powered uh, light system. Our staff recognize the need for better lighting system um, than the flashlights that we're used to working with at night. They identified a system that utilizes the same batteries as other tools that they have assigned to their equipment. Uh, this system allows for 360 degree lighting for up to eight hours on a single charge. Gives better, uh, it gives better visibility on job sites and improves safety by ensuring staff know what's going on around the entire job site. Several of these lights have been purchased and available to all staff when working at night. Uh, next up on the right of your, of your slide is a flexible chemical spill dam to help expedite the cleaning of storage reservoirs. The flat bottom of storage reservoirs can have staff chasing the water and debris, so the use of the dam really helps uh, with the last 15% or so of the, um, of the cleaning process. Um, the bottom left is a diffuser. One of our water distribution supervisors um, in working with our machinist group worked together on design to build this manifold for large volume dechlorination needs. Um, this device makes it easy to break down, carry, and adapt to various needs while dechlorinating uh, the water before um, it hits the storm drain system. Um, in the middle, uh, we have our traffic lid lock. Um, our meter reading devices, uh, which are endpoints, uh, require mounting through meter box lids to read properly. The meter manufacturer supplies a plastic mounting bra a bracket we call a lid lock to keep the endpoint in place. The plastic lid locks are not holding up in some of our traffic areas, uh, resulting in repeat, repeated visits to sites to get meter reads and, and reinstall a new lid lock. Uh, water staff designed and fabricated a steel lid that has stopped repeat visits to sites um, for the meter reads. The new lid lock design has helped the meter reading efficiency, savings in fuel emissions and labor due to repeat visits. Um, and on the top right-hand side, we have a storage rack for 150-pound uh, chlorine cylinders. Um, the rack increases storage capacity and further improves our site safety. Uh, we had a structural engineering firm confirm the design uh, by our machinist team, and it is, it is in place um, today. And last, um, the, uh, again, uh, the recent uh, innovations. Um, Measurement of the chlorine residual is important and monitoring health of the city's water distribution system. Working with the DOU GIS team, our water quality lab and R&D research and development section uh, developed a convenient method for tracking and, re and reviewing residual chlorine measurements over time at uh, routine monitoring locations within the distribution system. And that is my presentation wanted to thank you. So. And Vice Chair, we're available to answer any questions that you that uh, you or any of the other commissioners might have. Great. Um, so I'm just going to kind of watch for hands from other commissioners. I will 
I'll, I'll take the privilege of being vice chair to while y'all um, kind of figure out your questions to ask a question and make a small comment. I do appreciate the um, testing site being shown right near my house. Like I walk by that testing spot regularly and I've seen them, um, the city staff actually out there using it. So um, definitely know it gets well used, the one out there on La Riviera. Um, my question was about some of the improvements you guys have made. Um, like they are, they sound really cool and really interesting. And I guess my brain just went to, um, you know, we're always looking at like what's saving money and things like that. But also like if we're coming up with these creative ideas that are helping us save money, is there any way um, we're sharing this with other systems e either regionally or, or statewide to help them um, better their systems and better um, be able to protect people's drinking water and, uh, and the stormwater issues? Yeah, Bill, if I can uh, jump in and, and hopefully answer uh, your question. Please do. Um, we have we have a, a great working relationship with area agencies. Um, we participate in a number of, of, of groups. Um, one of those to be specific is our um, SAWA, which is Sacramento Area Water Works Association. Uh, I'm the chair of, of two groups there. One is the water meter and, and, one, and the other is our operations. Um, we use that opportunity to get these agencies together to discuss and show off some of our equipment and innovative ideas. Um, along with that, um, we participate on various uh, committees with the California, Nevada, AWWA, American Water Works Association, and also at the national level. Um, so we, I, I think our group uh, really prides ourselves on, on working with other agencies and, and you know, our teams work really hard to put these ideas together, come up with some great ideas and love to share those ideas. So I think that's the, the one piece that um, that is really important. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just was saying thank you. Okay, yep. Um, and I did realize, Clerk, uh, is there any um, anyone who's, uh, anyone in the audience who's like with to speak first? Sorry. No worries, thank you, Vice Chair. I have no members of the public with their hands raised for this item. I appreciate it, thank you. Awesome. Um, was there any other commissioners who had questions? I don't want to ask all my questions first. Uh, if you want to raise your hand, that would be great. So I can know to call on you. Vice Chair, I see no hands raised. Oh, no. oh I hope my computer's not freezing. It's not, we can, we can hear you anyway. Okay, I will shoot with a couple more of my questions. Did you get back to us now? Um, my question was just kind of following up on, I understand that you said you're going to look more into the data and get us more of the numbers on the cost for the savings. Um, is there any way for us to find out kind of what you saw? Like once you find out the numbers for sure, I'm, I guess my brain's like, you said that it was very low. I was just kind of, I guess part of my brain is wondering why we weren't able to, to learn so, about these numbers. I'll just give you the numbers and they just, they don't make, I, I just need to vet them. Uh, they, they don't seem accurate to me. You know, we have uh, the number of 49 million gallons saved and that number comes from, you know, kind of an annual savings uh, calculated over the life of a, you know, of a given uh, 
you know, improvement like a toilet or, a, you know, if you replace a toilet, we figure it's going to save, you know, a certain amount of gallons per year over, you know, a 20 year life. And so we, we add all mm -hmm. that up and include it in the, in the savings. It's a pretty big number. Uh, the, the cost of that this for that quarter for this quarter was about a little over six hundred thousand uh, dollars, about half of which uh, is you know money that will be reimbursed to us. So that's a pretty low cost for a you know a pretty huge savings, and it just it doesn't seem realistic to me to be honest with you, and so we're going to do some internal discussions about this to see if we agree with the methodology that we're using to come up with, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 you know, the savings. And if we're uh, capturing all the costs, you know, just, thank you. Yeah, I, just to continue on that. I mean, I just was curious what it was like, I, I, historically the sense has been, is that conservation costs about, you know, you know, on par with what it costs to, you know, to produce additional treatment, treatment capacity. Um, these costs that we're coming up with are, you know, very, very, very low. Um, and if, you know, if it ends up that we're comfortable with them, then that means that the money that we're spending on conservation is very well spent. And we probably should spend more. Um, but so that's something we're going to look into and hopefully have you know, something better to, to present at, at the next, uh, at our next quarterly presentation. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I think it is important to see um, how our money's being spent and what it's doing. And if it is being spent really wisely in these programs, that's a really great thing. Um, maybe something to even bring up to get more support for your programs. Um, I think what they're doing is are really fantastic. I agree. Um, on that note, was there anyone else? Um, any other commissioners who wanted to say anything? So we'll move on to the next item. Sorry, my dog started to bark. Um, We'll move on. Commissioner, you, you are breaking up a little bit. You may want to turn your video off. All right. I will keep my video off for now. Um, I think that's better. So this item is a receive and file, and it does not require a vote. And we'll move on to the next item. Um, the next item is commissioner comments and ideas. Oh, wait, did I skip one? Yes. Uh, commissioner comments and ideas. Um, if there are any. Seeing none, um, clerk, do we have any public members who have comments for matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speakers with their hands raised to make um, public comment matters not on the agenda. Thank you. With that, that concludes today's meeting. Thank you, everyone, uh, for your participation. And this meeting's adjourned. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everybody.